Hello, and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. This is season three, episode two. Um, I am your host, Janessa A. Henderson, and I'm so glad you decided to join us today. So today's episode uh, title is Mom Guilt is a Liar. And of course, in parentheses, Dad Guilt too. Um, I'm a mom, so um, of course, that's why I'm I'm going to speak on it from a standpoint of a mom, but I'm sure dads have guilt as well. So let's get into it. Um, first, um, I'll say, I like I say, or try to remember to say every time, uh, Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast is just going over issues that where I had to collect my own life. And maybe still collecting. Um, so uh, please know this is by no ways a therapy session or anything. I'm not a licensed therapist. This is not meant to be a therapy. This is just meant to express different issues that have gone on. And um, how I coped with it and how I collected my life. How God collected my life. So please know that, but I'm glad you're joining us today. So let's get into it. All right. So mom guilt. It is something that I feel like is like a plague. It can really come in just like a disease and just bitter the taste of your mouth. Um, I say that because um, mom guilt is real, but it's a liar. And so today I'm declaring with all moms, all dads who've experienced it, that mom guilt is a liar um, because it is. Um, so before we get into that, let's just go into my, you know, my experiences uh, with this liar, um, because that's what it is. So I have a daughter, of course, she's three. Um, my daughter has some developmental delays. Um, and I first experienced this type of feeling that, um, I was, you know, a failure as a mom when, um, my daughter was uh, not meeting the milestones as other kids or just like, you know, in the comparison kind of stage or whatever of other kids. Actually, let me go back. No, I had this feeling. I forgot I had the feeling before then. When my daughter was born in May, I'm a teacher. So basically, um 
when she was born in May, like, literally, I went to work one day. The same day, I went into the hospital for my, oh, I went to my routine checkup, and then I had her the next day. So I was off for, like, you know, May, June, July. Go back to work in August. My first feeling was then, or throughout, like, uh, time, uh, when, like, I had a Carrie's, my daughter's name is Carrie, Carrie's grandmother on her dad's side, uh, would take care of Carrie if I needed to, like, didn't mind, and I felt guilty, like, you know, like, dang, I can't, you know, just to get some sleep or whatever the case may be, I felt guilty having to get sleep as, you know, postpartum trying to recover, um, I was like, wow, why am I, like, are other moms doing this, you know, even though I was up with her, like, up, but the thing was, it just, I started to feel guilty even then. Like, it was like the feeling crept up, like, early. And another major thing that was, like, along with postpartum depression was um, me not being able to breastfeed. It was like I felt like I failed my child um, because my body was in shock. I had undergone so much stress and everything and I was like I can't give my baby the simple thing and I didn't have support uh, in that regard I didn't have you know a special a lactation specialist I didn't have a doula or anything of the like that I know of now that I you know could have had and that probably would have helped in the situation but you know I was just like, man, I felt so defeated. I felt less of a woman. Like, it was so much going through my mind. So that's where I started to feel like, well, you know, dang, I'm already having to give her a formula. I don't want to do that. So, like, my child was not breastfeed, like, breastfed like I wanted, like I had intended. Um, I also didn't... Um, um, with her, I had extra surgery after her, and uh, maybe I'll go. I'll go through my t testimony with Black Maternal Health on another episode. But um, just um, I had to have additional surgery, so my recovery was different from others because I had more extensive, you know. So, like, it was hard to, like, recover and have her. So that's where the guilt also came in, where her grandmother um, was a blessing to me. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time. She was like a postpartum doula without being a postpartum doula. Like, she uh, really helped me. Uh, she would take care anytime I needed it but it just was like it felt like I was not doing what I needed to do as a as a mom and I feel like maybe she wasn't gonna bond with me because I was 
not breastfeeding like i felt so defeated y'all like i felt so defeated like i cried I, it just was really a sad time for me because i was trying to push through these feelings like i had a lot going on um so then i was time to go back to work and yes i had like i think carrie was more than two months when i had to go back to work and i was just like why do i have to go back to work you know just like why can't i just be off but uh financially i wasn't at a you know a stage where i could do that so i i had to go back to work and i feel guilty for leaving her I was like, I feel guilty. Like, I feel like, man, I'm going to work and my child is over here. And what if, what if something happens to my child? And what if she bonds more with so-and-so than me? You know, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And um, I had to be reminded that Carrie has a village. Like, even when I drop her off to school now, um, there were times, I, I don't know if it was, like, jealousy. It may have been jealousy, like, of the people that help take care of Carrie. Like, she goes to before and after care before she goes to school. And, like, it was something that was like, wow, these people are a part of my child's village. So, like, every time I would drop Carrie off, I used to feel guilty. Like, even with daycare, before she started school. But when she goes to before aftercare, feel guilty for not being with her always. But, that's the but right here. But God quickly collected my life. He's the master collector, okay? Yes, he's the master collector. Okay, my bad. I just, it just... I'm going to use that, okay? God is the master collector. But God collected my life and said, I'm always with Carrie. And kids need a village. And these people are a part of your child's village. Like, God instantly, when I started to be like, oh god i wish i could be with her every day like even though she's three and i know she gotta grow up and she gotta be away from me you know just in this crazy world with stuff going on i was just like i wish i could have my eyes on her all the time i wish i could have a camera on her so i could see like what's going on why she at school you know it was just and then god was like i got the camera i'm with her always she's good and it just slapped me god slapped me that day and it was it really got me to think in a different perspective okay god do because when we the another thing we have to remember and my sister she uh ray givens shout out to ray uh that's my sister that's my girl she really got me together um uh, she was like we're co-parenting with God. I was like, because I, you, God is there, 
God is Carrie's father. I said, you know what? If you don't get me together, of course, they have their natural parents. Like Carrie has her natural parents, her father, and myself. But if it wasn't for God, Carrie wouldn't have been here. Like, God is her father. And so that got me, that slapped me and got me together too. And so I was like, okay, God is always with her. Like, he's always with us. And like, even though my natural father is passed away, I still have my my heavenly father always. And I was like, you know, get me together, okay? So when God pressed upon me that he's always with our children and that our children need a village they don't need just you all the time they need that support group because i it even brought like god brought god be bringing it all full circle to me he brought it back to me it was like you didn't just need your mom and dad you have a whole bunch of people a part of your village you got a god you got i had actually had a couple godmothers um some have passed away and i have some uh still alive um but i had a couple godmamas had aunties who played a part of my my life uncles all these things like uh mentors uh, teachers who played a part of who i am who all shaped who all had a hand in who I am today. And so then I thought about it as a teacher and like as adults, whatever role you may play at your job, you are part of somebody somebody else's village as well. Like I have a goddaughter, I'm a part of her village, but as a teacher, I'm a part of these kids' village. Like while they're at school with me and not with their mom or dad, I'm their village. And I said, Okay, God, I see you. I see you getting me together. He collected my life because he's the master collector. That's God is the master collector. So, like, then I would wrestle, like I was going to say before, um, about my daughter having developmental delays. My one bout that I had with, my, you know, with so quote unquote mom guilt. Um, but we're declaring it's a liar. So, um, when my daughter wasn't meeting certain milestones, um, and I had to fire her doctor and I went to a new doctor and everything. And she started with Tennessee early intervention and, um, they were saying she has developmental delays, uh, no autism, but she will be getting tested again soon because she's actually old enough to be tested because at the time she was not old enough to be tested for it accurately um so she has developmental delays she goes to speech occupational and physical therapy um i had mom guilt for not catching it sooner or not like reaching out or asking questions that i you know, I didn't even know the questions to ask. When I think back on I was like, you didn't even know the questions to ask. So why would you, why would you beat yourself up over that? Why would you compare yourself? Because comparison is the thief of joy. 
And that's what the enemy wants you to compare so you can get yourself down. He wants you to compare your life or compare your child to another child. He wants you to compare your situation to another somebody else's situation. And that's going to rob you of your joy. That's going to rob you of what God has given you, joy and peace with your situation. Why are you going to do that? Why do that? Don't compare. Don't get yourself in that mindset. And as moms... Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure dads have, too. You can kind of feel like, well, why that dad is doing that? Or why that mom is doing You know, you you look at other people. And, of course, you need those people as a community. I will say that. Like, having my mom community or mom, like, reach out and be like, did y'all child experience this? You know, that's good. But as far as comparison, got to let that comparison go. You cannot hold on to comparison when it comes to another's child. So, <clears throat> then, like, with her development to delays, I felt guilty. Like, did I do this to my daughter? Like, I had so much stress. I said, what could I have done differently in my pregnancy? And God, again, comes in. He just swoops right in and collects my life because I really was like, why did I do this to my baby? Like I was crying. I, I, it was hard. And, um, God said, there's nothing you could have done differently in your pregnancy that would have prevented Carrie from being, she would have been like this regardless. This is her testimony. This is the path on which I have her. This is her journey. Baby, I fell out. I fell out because God will give you that comfort and let you know. Ain't no guilt over here. Ain't no shame. Ain't nothing. Because we are first conquerors through him. And every issue, every problem goes to him. We do not carry it. So, I am declaring that mom guilt, when it starts to creep up because you have to go to work or those stay-at-home moms because you have to stay at home and you can't, you know, that's the path you chose that God has for you to not work and that you feel like you might not be contributing or that you can't breastfeed or whatever the case may be or whatever the case your child may have special needs and you feel like you're the, the reason why? No. Let that guilt go. Fear is a liar. And mom guilt is a liar. So today, we're declaring that mom guilt, parent guilt, dad guilt is all a lie. It is not a part of our identity. We will not. We will not. Go deep into mom guilt. We will not beat ourselves up for anything. We will be the parents, the moms, the dads that God has called us to be for our children and for their unique needs. We have everything we need. We have everything we need for our children. We are blessed. We are in control of our lives. And only we're not in control 
we are not the master of control. God is in control. Let me let me re reverb that. God is in control of everything in our lives. And all we have to do is be led by him. Remember, you're co-parenting with the heavenly father who allowed you to have your babies, who allowed you to have your child, who allowed you to be a parent, who allowed you to be a mom, a dad. The main one, the one, the one, the only God. We're co-parenting with him. And he's leading us in every step, in every part of development. God leading us. God is in everything. And when you look at it in that perspective and you understand that mom guilt is trying to rob you of your joy, Dad guilt trying to rob you of your joy. Any type of guilt is trying to rob you of your joy and try to bring you back to a place of bondage. You are free in Jesus. You are free. So be free. Let it go. Mom guilt is a lie. And we again declare mom guilt is a liar. We will not fall in the trap. We will give everything to God and we are co-parenting with him. And when I make that declaration, because even recently, y'all, like literally, like last, uh, a week and a, some change ago, I was starting to feel defeated. And that was before I, the God brought this episode to, to me. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. He said, make this declaration now. Mom guilt is a liar. Mom guilt is a liar. It will not rob me of any joy as a mother. Dad guilt is a liar. It will not rob me of any joy as a father. Once you look at it in that mindset, it that's what it is. When you make that declaration, that's what it is. And of course, the enemy going to come in, try to connive and sneeze his way in and be like, no, nah, you know, no, nah, no, nah, you should be guilty for this. You should have your child. You shouldn't have your child at daycare. Uh, you should have them at home with you all day while you working. You should have your child at your job with you. No. No. Because to be a great and effective parent, you have to have that time for yourself. You have to do work in your, still work in your purpose. Because your identity is not just being a mom. Your identity is a daughter and son of Christ. So whatever your purpose is, you got to walk in that. So I hope this episode helped you. I hope it blessed you. And I hope that you're able to declare every day that mom guilt is a, is a liar. Dad guilt is a liar. Be blessed.